Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to spend some time exploring your own city. Little adventures make time feel more rich and full. And the upside of staying local is that you don't need to spend much time in transit. I know that a lot of people feel so busy during the week that they get to the weekend and have no real thought about what to do. The net result is that people tend to putter around, or at best, do the same things over and over again. There's nothing wrong with routine, but over time, too much sameness tends to make time collapse into a memory sinkhole. That's too bad, because almost any location has some cool stuff. Some places are destinations in their own right, and if you live in one, be sure to capitalize on this. People pay good money to deal with the TSA and turbulence to fly to your town. You get the town without needing to do any of this. A listener from Los Angeles recently wrote me that she tries to adopt this attitude. I subscribe to LA Magazine and keep a running list of things I really want to see, she says. I keep Google Maps of the city with things I want to do clustered together, then add new things to the appropriate map as I learn about them. So, for instance, on a recent day, her family toured a stained glass production facility, and while they were there, checked out two unique shops, a quote-unquote secret garden that was open to the public, and a venue where you pay for a table and food and then get access to their library of board games that you can play all night. Needless to say, that's a more memorable day than you'd get by doing chores and watching Netflix. It's amazing to me how many people don't ever truly explore their own city, our listener says. When I mention the things we've done to people who've lived in L.A. their entire lives, they are always surprised that such a thing even exists. She notes that serendipity happens too. While in that secret garden, they happened to strike up a conversation with someone working in law enforcement who talked about careers with the listener's son. Of course, creating such a day requires planning. You have to know about places and events, and you have to make a decision to go to them. Subscribing to a local magazine is a great idea, as is checking out local online bulletin boards. Performance venues will be happy to send you their schedules, and any large institution like a library, museum, university, or house of worship likely has plenty of programming. Build in 10 to 15 minutes a week for perusing such listings. And if you see something that strikes your fancy, at least get it on the calendar. You're not committing to it, unless it's, say, a Hamilton production, and you need to get tickets in the first minutes they're available. The vast majority of events won't require a decision until a day or two ahead of time at most. You can also make a local version of my favorite list, the list of 100 dreams. In past episodes, we've talked about this long list of anything you might want to spend more time doing. Try making a different version of this list that involves anything you might like to try within two hours of your house. That's feasible for a weekend day trip. Again, you're not necessarily committing to anything. It's more that when you have such a list, the perpetual question of what are we doing this weekend can involve a more fruitful conversation than the usual, I don't know, what do you want to do? You can look at the list and remember that you thought it might be fun to go to a pick-your-own farm. And hey, your calendar of events shows that the library near the pick-your-own farm is having a concert that night, too. Now you're making memories in your local landscape, which can give us a profound sense of belonging, while also making time feel rich and full. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time.
Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.